There's been quite a bit of movement for Hubert Davis and the Tar Heels on the recruiting trail lately, and I need to get you caught up with it. Also, is Drake May a legit Heisman candidate? You are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, it's Tuesday, October 4th, 2022. Welcome into the Locked on Tar Heels podcast. I'm your host, Isaac Shade, and I want to thank you for making our show your first listen or your first watch every single day. Please don't forget the show is free and available anywhere you get podcasts, so subscribe right now to make sure you don't miss a second of your team every day. Today's episode of Locked on Tar Heels is sponsored by Simply Safe Home Security. With fast protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe, 24/7 monitoring agents capture evidence to accurately verify a threat for faster police response. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Visit simplysafe.com/lockedoncollege to learn more. Hey, as we get into this basketball recruiting news, first want to just give uh, a word of thoughts to Javante Williams, who we found out is done for the season. All sorts of, of knee injuries, including ACL, which is, is the big daddy all the time. But there's some surrounding stuff as well. And so our thoughts and prayers to Javante as he goes about the business of recovering and hopefully getting back to the NFL for next season. Man, but do want to get you caught up on all sorts of Carolina basketball recruiting news, most uh, pressing, most recent of which is Zayden High, class of 2023, just coming off his official to North Carolina this past weekend. By all accounts, the, the visit was great. Um, loved all the interaction with the coaching staff. In fact, told on three recruits afterwards that it was probably the best visit I've been on so far. That's a direct quote. Also, I've heard from my people that I talked to that Coach Davis personally met the family at the airport late Thursday night as they arrived. Um, that Coach Davis and Coach Sean May did a great job of working with High and his family to make sure they felt comfortable and felt loved and well taken care of. Um, additionally, Zayden High released his top five, his kind of final five on Monday. Alphabetically, it's Arkansas, Michigan, North Carolina, Texas, and Villanova. Now, I love to see this type of crop of schools, and I know that that's maybe sounds weird, but there's a certain grouping of schools that when you see it, it's like, that's the group of schools you want to be in contention with because it means that that's the type of student athlete you want to be in contention for. Um, play like schools like Villanova, for example. And I, I know that they've had a coaching change. And so there, there's differences there, but it's still this Villanova program that you trust, that you love what Musselman's doing down at Arkansas and Juwan Howard at Michigan and Chris Beard at Texas. And so great stuff for those programs. And so while you hope you can beat them all for Zayden High's uh, services in college, you, you just love or I love to see that type of grouping because that usually indicates to me that it's the type 
of student athlete and the type of family that um, you want in one of your players. And obviously Hubert Davis, those are the kind of people he's going after. So you love to see that. Um, somebody asked me on Twitter on Monday if uh, if I could give a crystal ball prediction. And while it's not, there's not been enough space or time from his official visit or anything with that, there's just a lot of noise and momentum towards North Carolina for Zayden High. And I know that part of that is because he's just coming off his um, trip to Chapel Hill. And, and I get that. But a lot of times there's movement right after a recruiting visit. You remember Walker Kessler. People didn't think he was going to come to Carolina. And almost immediately on the heels of his visit, I was like, hey, I'm in. Let's do it. And so uh, nothing like great momentum. You You love that and you want to see that from a recruit and his family. And so we'll continue to monitor the situation with Zayden High, who we knew uh, previously from conversations with Jason Jordan, doesn't appear to be in any sort of hurry to make a decision, although I would anticipate and expect that he will make that decision sometime between now and when his uh, basketball season starts for his school there, Compass in Arizona. Now, a couple others to talk about. Number one, or the next one, is Trenton Flowers, who we've talked about on the show before. You can go back and watch the conversation Jason Jordan and I had about him. Today, Tuesday, as you're watching this show or listening to the show, or if you're watching it later, it happened on Tuesday, October 4th. Trenton Flowers took an unofficial visit to Carolina to be on campus there. Uh, we know that for a fact. His father has confirmed it. Flowers, again, just if you're trying to remember, is a 6'8" small forward from in-state, um, has been there and around, and so you love to get these guys on campus, even on unofficials, and hopefully you move that towards an official. Now, Flowers is a class of 24 guy, and so you expect some longer time before we start seeing those. Two others I want to just uh, remind you of and, and catch you up on where things are at in their recruiting. Keep in mind, um, Zayden High right now is the only one we see that Carolina is pursuing in the class of 23, but there's another class of 24 young man who narrowed his list down, <laughs> narrowed to 10 uh, at the end of the week last week on Friday, and that's James Brown. <laughs> Love that name, right? You, you want James Brown on your basketball team. This young man is a center, 6'10", in the class of 24. He's a consensus top five center in the class. Um, but again, released his top 10 late last week. And here's who is on that list, again, in alphabetical order. Duke, Eastern Michigan, Howard, Illinois, Iowa, Michigan State, Missouri, North Carolina, Notre Dame, and Wisconsin. And so you hear a lot of, a lot of Big Ten, a lot of Midwest schools in there, along with Duke and North Carolina. And um, then there's Howard getting some good HBCU representation in there. Um, Brown is from Illinois, and so that makes sense with a lot of that Big Ten geography. Um, but the question is, can uh, a school like Carolina or a school like Duke lure him away from the Midwest to come down to the Carolinas, to the South, and go to school there? We will have to wait and see on that. Now, his official visits which he has scheduled might give you some clue of what he's thinking and where he might go. And I'll go chronologically in these because he's got all five already scheduled. He was at Mizzou this past weekend, just came off of that trip the same weekend as Zayden High, Michigan State this upcoming week weekend, uh, Chapel Hill on October 15th, Duke October 20th, and Illinois November 4th. So all of those are upcoming. He's already taken 
unofficials to Illinois, Notre Dame, and Wisconsin, James Brown has. Um, what I love, I, I read his kind of discussion of why he's interested in the Carolina program. And he talked about the history of the program and his desire to learn more about that. To me, that is a great sign, something you want to see. Um, not for a couple of reasons. Number one, he's not just a prisoner of the moment. Yes, Carolina is on a great roll right now, but he wants to know more about, like, obviously he knows the history of Carolina. He knows the Michael Jordan of it all, but what else is it about this school? And so clearly a student of the game, a student of the history of the game, and, and you love to see that. Also talked a great deal about um, the uh, academic success at UNC and how important that is to him in his college decision. And so again, you're encouraged by things like that as well. It, a commitment it does not make, but you love to see at least that movement. And then the final recruit I want to update you on is another class of 24 player, and that's Ian Jackson. Um, he is, from most places I've seen, the number one shooting guard in the class of 2024, although there are some rumblings of him reclassifying to 23. So I've said uh, Zayden High would be the only 23 target remaining right now, but um, if Ian Jackson does reclass, we'll need to keep our eyes on that. Now, uh, the news with him is that he had an official visit set to North Carolina, but he has since um, moved it earlier. So let me walk you through these officials. Um, on October 21st, he will be at Oregon. On October 28th, the night of the exhibition game against Johnson C. Smith, he will be in Chapel Hill. He'll be at LSU November 5th, and he plans also to visit Kentucky but there is not a date scheduled for that visit yet. Now, you, you, that's a little bit all over the map, up to Oregon, LSU, North Carolina, Kentucky. And so clearly just um, looking nationally to see where he wants to go. Now, his original plan, Ian Jackson's, was to be at Carolina on November 11th, would have been there for the regular season game, the second game of the season against College of Charleston. But the football team was going is away that weekend. They'll be at Wake. And so obviously that's travelable, but you would love to have him there for a game at Keenan Stadium. So the good news is, even though his reschedule of his trip lands him in Chapel Hill for a exhibition game, for an exhibition game rather than for a regular season game, he will be there for a football home weekend. So October 28th, when he's going to be in Chapel Hill, Ian Jackson, um, he'll be there for the Johnson C. Smith game and he will be there, what football game? Homecoming, which will be against Pitt this year there in Keenan Stadium. And so anytime you can get a player in for not only a basketball game experience, but also a home football game, you just love to see that connection, just giving him a taste of what all a fall weekend is like in Chapel Hill on and off campus. And so that's great. And again, there are rumors of a potential reclassification for me and Jackson. And so we'll um, we will keep our eyes and ears out for that. We'll have to talk with Jason Jordan about it to see if he's heard anything of that. But I don't know anything firm on that as of yet. But we will work at getting more information on that. So um, Ian Jackson, Trenton Flowers, James Brown, and Zayden High. Updates on all those guys. Obviously, we will continue to update you as I hear more, as I learn more, and obviously as Jason Jordan learns more. 
Now, we are early in the week for the football team, turning attention away from Virginia Tech, shifting towards Miami. Just want to give you a few primer things for that, and we're going to talk about that as soon as I tell you more about Simply Safe. Folks, the numbers do not lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe home security to protect their home. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters to them. I know because I have several friends who personally use Simply Safe and they've talked to me about how much they like it and how much they uh, feel, how safe they feel because of Simply Safe, which protects you with cutting edge security technology powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. Here's why I love it. In this day and age of being able to control everything digitally, I'm a big fan of Simply Safe's advanced technology, which allows you to control the system from your phone while seeing everything in their crystal clear HD. With 24/7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe's agents call you in the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency. Even if you're not home or can't be reached, they'll take care of it. So customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on college. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Wow, that's a great deal. So visit simplysafe.com slash locked on college to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. All right, I want to prime us for a few things about the upcoming Miami game. We're obviously going to talk more in depth about it later in the week, and so we'll get to that. But I do want to set the scene of where things are at right now as of Tuesday. Bet Online has come out with their opening lines for this. It opened, the line did, with Miami favored by three. That line has since moved even a little further in their favor. It's now at three and a half as of the time of recording this. Similarly, the over-under started at 65 and a half when I first checked, which was on Monday afternoon. As of the time of this recording, even that line has bumped up to 66 and a half. And so that line is getting bumped, bet up to where uh, people are expecting potentially a high scoring affair in this one, which makes sense. Now, uh, given what we saw from Carolina's defense, we're going to have to, again, just continue to monitor that. Was that more about what North Carolina did? Or was it more about what Virginia Tech couldn't do? Probably somewhere in between. But again, we're going to monitor that. Now, I uh, have checked in with Locked On Kane's host, Alex Dono, who's we're going to do a crossover episode on Thursday, get you prepped for both of these schools. He's a great dude, very, very in with the Miami program and, and all sorts of sports stuff going on in and around Miami. And so a uh, great guy, great information that you're going to want to make sure to tune in for. Uh, he let me know that Miami has gone ahead and named Tyler Van Dyke as the starter, which you would have expected if you didn't know any different. However, in their last game, which was two weeks ago, Miami's coming off an off week before the Carolina game. Van Dyke was pulled during the loss to Middle Tennessee State and um, didn't finish that game. Now, Miami has gone back and said, or not gone back, but has said, hey, we, we want to give him another shot. He's going to be the starter for the North Carolina game. So just be aware of that, that Van Dyke will be Miami starter. I confirmed that with uh, our, our buddy Alex Dono on Monday. And so we know that that is going on. 
As I just said, uh, Miami is coming off an off week, having lost the previous weekend to MTSU and then didn't play. This, similar to Carolina against Virginia Tech, this is going to be Miami's first ACC game of the season. And so they've played a bunch of warm-up primer games themselves heading into the season the, into the conference play. The big difference, the Tar Heels came in 3-1 and one, having lost to Notre Dame. But Miami comes in two and two. They beat Bethune Cookman and Southern Miss to start the season and then have lost each of their last two games, as we just said, to Middle Tennessee State and the week before that to Texas A&M. Gig'em. So um, it's hard to know, honestly, where Miami's at. A little bit up, a little bit of down. Um, obviously, honestly, neither of those wins do much to move the needle. And the losses, I mean, uh, losing to Texas A&M is nothing to hang your head about, but MTSU is like, yeah, was it a one-off? Who knows what's going on there? So honestly, we're going to have to um, just come out ready to go against whatever Miami team it is. You know what I mean? Like it could be that same team that played MTSU, or it could be like, hey, we got our crap together and now we're ready to go because we were just embarrassed by Middle Tennessee State University, for crying out loud. Keep in mind, Miami is also uh, seeking out a great measure of revenge. The last time these two teams met in Miami Gardens back in 2020, it was a little bit of an embarrassment for the Canes. Remember that score? 62 to 26. And uh, a couple guys named Michael Carter and Javante Williams ran wild. Michael Carter finished with 317 yards on the ground. Javante had 236 yards on the ground. Once again, man, Javante, get better quickly, buddy. Um, but both of them had more rushing yards individually than Drake, than Drake, <laughs> than Sam Howe had passing yards that day. And, and Sam Howell had 223 passing yards, which is nothing to thumb your nose at, but both Javante and Michael Carter outrushed him in outrushed his passing yards individually. I mean, that is just bonkers. Also, North Carolina beat Miami last year in Keenan 45 to 42. It's not the same level of blowout, but still this proud Miami program is uh, like they need some some revenge. They need to knock off the Star Heels team. And so they're going to be very, very dialed in after having been embarrassed two years ago and then losing again last year. And so North Carolina is going to have to come out ready to go on the road once again. So I'm also, as we look at Miami's defense, I'm not sure if they're going to be any better than they have been, but they're going to need to be. Carolina jumped from 16th up to now 6th in the nation in total offense per game, yards per game. Uh, they are 7th in the nation in points per game. And so this, this offense, man, is humming. And so if the defense can, again, even do remotely what they did against Virginia Tech on Saturday, even a little bit worse than that, you got to feel good about Drake May and the offense continuing to roll. You want to continue to get more from the rushing game cannot rely on the passing game continuing to operate as high level as it is if the running game can't open up much because when people start keying on Drake May in the passing game, that's going to change some things. But Miami in that last game against MTSU gave up touchdowns of 68, 71, and 98 yards, touchdown passes of those lengths, all in one game, all to MTSU. And now they're facing Drake May. So 
we're, that's what we're looking at is what can this um, high level elite passing offense do against this Miami team that was thrashed by MTSU a couple weeks ago. That's what we're going to see. Um, and this, this is just ultimately another setup for Drake may to have a game. And he's shown no indications that he's not going to have a game and be the dude game after game after game. In fact, we're going to talk more about that right here in just a second, what Drake may has been doing some of the awards he's gotten yet again. And, uh, we're going to do that. And obviously we're going to learn much more about the Canes on Thursday show when Alex Dono joins. But before we get into all of that Drake May content, let me tell you about Built Bar. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And they've got a new flavor. You ready for it? Oh boy. Built Bar has done it again. Let me introduce you to it. Cookie Dough Chunk Puffs. They have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, and of course, as all Built Bars and Built Puffs, covered in 100% real chocolate. It's all the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of having to make it. Plus, it's healthy for you. These puffs only have 160 calories and a whopping 15 grams of protein. So run to Built.com right now to snag yourself a box or some for your family if you're feeling generous as well. Like all Built Bars, they're covered in 100% real chocolate, which means not only are they healthy like Built Bars, but also tasty and covered with a light fluffy texture as all of the built puffs are also i want to remind you that all of built bars and puffs are made with collagen protein which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides ton of health benefits so eat something that tastes good and is good for you. you're gonna love the new cookie dough chunk puff whether you need it for a snack after your work night workout a late night snack or whatever it is make sure to ditch the calories fat and sugar and grab yourself a built bar so the offer go to built.com and use promo code locked on 15 and get 15 percent off your order again that's promo code locked on 15 to get 15 percent off at built.com okay folks drake may it just keeps doing all these things. He is being noticed both at the conference level and the national level for what he is doing on the field. Uh, ACC Week 5 awards, he walks away with quarterback of the week for the conference. Second time in the five weeks that he has gained that award. Also uh, was named rookie of the week for Week 5. That's the third time in the conference that he has received that award. Okay, let's get bigger to the national level. Uh, we use Bet Online for our odds makers here at Locked On, and so um, they do a lot of different props and odds, as we often talk about. One of which is Heisman odds. And so, um, you know, when we start to look at where these Heisman odds are at, maybe old Isaac Shade, your friendly Locked On Tar Heels host, isn't quite so crazy after all. Remember, after the first couple games of this season, I wasn't saying like, hey, Drake May is in the Heisman running, but I said, like, keep your eye on this. It it might be a thing that if Drake May continues this, he's going to enter into the national Heisman conversation. Like, just at that point, is it worth considering Drake as an outside or a dark horse Heisman hopeful? Not even like candidate yet, right? Just, just hopeful. There's possibility. And honestly, that that question of mine was met with laughter and scorn and uh, like, really, come on, Shade, what are you talking about there? And and I, I hear that it is early. It's the second game of the season. It's App State. It had been Florida A&M. That's it. But now 
This is something we have to start taking seriously. Um, bet online's Heisman odds. Drake May has taken a huge jump. Bet online started putting out odds last year on December 14th. That was the first one they put out, like right around the time of coming off of last year's Heisman, uh, given to Bryce Young. It's like, hey, the way too early Heisman things off the board. No even um, odds for Drake May at that point because you didn't even know he's going to be a starter. And then again, um, in early April, around the time of the draft, not on the board at all. And then in their first four, Bet Online's first four Heisman odds in this fall, um, August 23rd, all the way up through September 12th, nothing. Even once he had been named starter and had been starting off the boards, no odds for Drake May. But then since September 12th, he's been in their last three sets of odds. At first, very long, 50 to one odds to be named Heisman. And then after the, the Notre Dame game, even though we had a decent game, a lot of which was in garbage time, let's acknowledge that, the odds and with the loss, because right there is a team success component built into Heisman conversation, his odds dropped to 100 to 1 odds. But now, following this, what I've been calling a drubbing of Virginia Tech and another great performance, both through the air and on the ground, and and a and an unfortunate flight through the air, I might add. Drake May's Heisman odds at Bet Online are up to 28 to 1. Where does that rank nationally? Well, through their odds, he's now in the top 11 Heisman hopefuls for the 2022 Heisman Award. This is something very serious that we now need to keep our eyes on. It's gonna, the, the hard thing is Carolina is gonna have to keep winning, and Drake May is gonna have to keep performing at this level. Remember, uh, as I said on Monday show, there are some things he's doing on like with scoring touchdowns, both through the air and on the ground that recently have in the past 25 years in the ACC have only been done by Lamar Jackson and Todd Boyd. That's like the level he's getting to quickly and already. And so keep your eyes on this for Drake May and the Tar Heels. Uh, the other thing, more May family news. I'm sure you saw this already, but Bo May has uh, been named as a walk-on to Carolina's basketball team. So now the fourth member of the family to uh, be on either Carolina's football or basketball team. Uh, Bo is a junior forward. He's 6'8", 225. Sounds very familiar in his build. And so very excited for that, to have both these guys playing for the Tar Heels at the same time. I know Luke and their dad, everybody's very proud of what these guys are accomplishing of course they uh luke and um their other brother that played at, uh, baseball at florida both have some national championship hardware to flash and say do this and then come talk to me right and so we'll have to see how that unfolds but big congratulations to bo being added to this team and uh, man what a great ride he is going to be in for in this 2022-23 season for the Tar Heels. Well, friends, that is it for today's episode of Locked on Tar Heels. I want to remind you of our weekly drawings as we move towards the tip-off of the basketball season as part of our Drive for Five. We are working to get our YouTube subscriber count up to 5,000 by the time of the tip-off of the first basketball game. One of the things we're doing to help move in that direction is each week of October, we are doing a giveaway. This week's giveaway is a $10 Starbucks digital gift card. So all you have to do to be eligible for that is subscribe to Locked on Tar Heels. The link is just 
right below in the show description. You can click on the subscribe thing there. If you're watching, if you're listening, you can just go and easily do it as well. All you have to do is subscribe with a public profile so we can see that you've subscribed and you will be entered in for a drawing, which we will do on Saturday of this week. If you're the big winner, we'll contact you to get you your gift card. Tomorrow, Coach Pat Kilby and I are going to preview the women's basketball team. Really looking forward to that conversation. If you want to follow the show on Twitter, you can do that at Locked on Heels. You can follow me on Twitter at Isaac Shade. Get more on the ACC by making Locked on ACC your second listen of the day. Host Candace Cooper and the local experts of Locked On take you around the conference in 30 minutes, five days a week. For those of you watching, just want to remind you, as you, uh, as we always do, please subscribe, smash the like button, and leave some comments on our conversation today about Drake May, about the, the upcoming Miami game, and your thoughts on these basketball recruits that North Carolina is going after. Thank you so much for spending part of your Tuesday hanging out with me, talking Carolina sports, a little bit of a run around the programs today. Love to get to do that. And I want to remind you that it is always a great day to be a target. Until tomorrow, peace.